Hi, this is Joseph Lucas, Chief Performance Strategist and Founder of International Performance Group. We partner with advisors to take their practice and lives to the next level. In this episode of my blog, what I want to really cover and discuss is the concept of expectations and standards. And I'm also going to tell you and share with you a story of one of my clients that's been with me now for five years, literally, and what this person has done, what this producer has done to radically improve their standards and their outcomes. You know, when people come in to work with us, bottom line is they're seeking really one thing, an enhanced improvement of their current situation. Now, whether that, whether that enhanced improvement comes from a situation of they are, are, they are absolutely desperate for change and they need a game changer, or what happens is that uh, they're doing okay or good and uh, they want to go to great. And really those are the two ways that uh, advisors engage us uh, you know, uh, in a partnership. So what I want to do is take uh, our time today and tell you a story of one of my dear clients, and he's become a friend, uh, Tony. And uh, because of confidentiality, I can't get into uh, uh, Tony's last name or what firm he's with. Uh, but it's a great story I want to share with you. And I think for, for a lot of you who are kind of stuck, I think this will be uh, – you'll get a lot of great distinctions out of this. So uh, Tony came into, uh, into my world uh, late 20, uh, 2009, uh, became uh, a platinum partner in 2010. And uh, Tony uh, works for one of the largest uh, broker-dealers slash firms uh, up in Canada. And uh, I would say, and I say this with respect, uh, when he came into our world, uh, he was a typical financial advisor slash stockbroker, making a good living, so successful, right? Uh, Highly transactional, uh, pretty much on that that broker slash transactional uh, merry-go-round, if you like. And uh, maybe some of you understand that. And so, you know, what we do is we take Tony through our process of ideal life and lifestyle, uh, I advisor. Uh, we, you know, we walk through everything, and, you know, we help him or I help him get very clear on not only his short-term vision but his long-term vision. You know, so in other words, hey, here's what we want to create. But here's the differential between what we do and what other firms might do. We then go ahead and do a deep dive into the why. Why is this a must? And you know, Tony's a great family man, uh, has has you know children, and you know it's interesting how a lot of times we'll do things more for our family than we will do for ourselves. And so once we got him to align with what his outcomes are, now we have to go put a plan together. So when talking to him uh, many years ago. I basically said to him, I said, Tony, here's the challenge you have. To achieve what you want, you have to really change your business model. You know, we can't be a transactional, quote-unquote, stockbroker and get to where you want to go. And uh, I think at the time he was doing maybe just right around a million dollars in uh, production. But like I said, it was highly transactionally oriented. Um, and as we all know, uh, there's no guarantees on that. And if you're out of the office, well, you're, you're not driving revenue for yourself and your family. So our plan was to go from a very little fee-based business to a majority of fee-based business. We also decided to go from really expanding what we did from being just a, uh, an equities guy, if you will, and a bond guy, so to speak. Uh, we wanted to now become a wealth manager, and that included financial planning. Uh, that also included insurance and estate planning. 
something which he's never done before uh, back in 2000, early 2010. And so you can see where we have the belief set, right, which is I've never done this before. Now, now Tony is uh, he's still a young guy, but he's been in business for, you know, at this point, almost two decades. And not saying old habits die hard, but you have to realize something. In the marketplace today, you just can't do what you've always done and expect to continue to work and to continue to get leverage and optimization. You all must innovate. And even in a very, uh, how we want to say, uh, compliance-driven, can't-do-a-lot-of-things scenario, you still can innovate. So what we did with Tony, what I did with him, I said, look, we got to innovate. We need change. And uh, we need to become wealth managers. And we need to become fee-based. And he agreed with all that. And he goes, well, how do we do that, right? Because it's, it's, it's a nice conceptual conversation to have. It's nice to sit there and dream about and it wouldn't be nice. It's a whole other animal to put in practice. So what we said was, look, if we're not going to go, and by the way, he has you know, a couple hundred million dollars in the management. So we're not going to go from basically having you know, zero fee-based revenue or very little fee-based revenue to you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of fee-based revenue overnight. Conceptually, it's almost like a, a chronically obese person saying, I've got to lose 300 pounds. And you focus on losing 300 pounds, chances are you're not going to lose any pounds. And the same thing with transitions. You don't focus on saying, well, I go from zero, I want to go from uh, zero fee-based assets to $100 million of fee-based assets because your brain, your mind, most people, they can't accept that. It's, it's like it's almost impossible. It's going to take too long, and it's easy to give up. So he and I set a very simple goal. Goal number one, $250,000 fee-based assets every month. That was our goal. And what we did with that is we really committed to that. So where did that money came from? Where those assets came from existing clients who, you know, we could go ahead and, and kind of, you know, re-engineer what we're doing. Or they came from new relationships. We were always going to do at least a quarter million dollars of fee-based revenue of assets. assets excuse me. So, you know, year one goes by and we do that. And, you know, again, do you do it every month? Look, there's a lot of dynamics in the business. But at the end of the, at the, end of the year, we average what we need to average. So that was good. So then year two, what do we do? We raise the bar. We take it to 500000 Why? Well, we can do two fifty. We now have the psychon. This is the, this is the thing. It's easy to talk about processes and protocols. But what holds advisors back is their psychology, their story, and their, belief, and their, you know, their beliefs. And so, you know, if, if your story is, I can't do this, I've never done this, I'm not good at I don't care what the strategies are going to be, the story will kill it. And for a lot of you, that's what's holding you back from that next level, whatever that means to you, is not a lack of strategies. It's your story. I'm not good at, people won't do, this won't work, I've tried it before, those stories. And you've got to eliminate those. So year two goes by, Tony does a great job. You know, we, we do our six million round numbers, right? And uh, so then year three comes. So now we're, I think we're in, uh, we're in 2013. And, uh, you know, we really kind of, we really jacked the number. Now we go up to a whopping million dollars a month. But now we have the mindset. We have the attitude. We have the systems in place. We have the languaging done. We have the belief constructs. So we go and we, we, we exceed that. And then about almost two years ago, 
I remember it was a, it was a March, and I was down, uh, down the Florida shore, uh, a little bit on my, in a quarter break, and I happened to have a call with him that day, because I remember where I was, I was overlooking the ocean, it was really cool, and, and, and Tony's a real fired up guy, and he's a great guy, and, and uh, just, you know, just kind of fun to talk to and be around, and I, I can't see, I can't, I can't quote him, because there's an element of vulgarity in what he said, but he basically said, um, what do you think if I just said, F it, and let's just put three million on the board? Let's just, kind of, let's just kind of stop playing, and let's go for it. And I thought about this. Hmm, okay. So, so let's talk about why. First off, do you believe it's possible? Because if you don't believe something's possible, you're dead, right? So I said, do you believe it's possible? He goes, F yeah. I believe it, absolutely. Look at all the money I got. We're grooving this, and we got all this stuff going on. I said, great, let's do it. And so here's the interesting part. So all of a sudden, he raised, his, he raised his own standards, his own expectations. And the fascinating part about this, you know, two years into it now, is if we look at it on an annual, annualized basis, he's achieved that goal. You know, going from right around a million to probably around, around three million now. Uh, from having very little in terms of recurring revenue to a majority of his business is recurring revenue now. Now, do we still have transactional business? Of course. But the transformation is shocking. He's noticed that as firm. He's noticed as the go-to guy for deals and referrals and things like that and big, and big scenarios. So that's somebody that took their, you know, their mindset and made slow incremental changes Raise standards, put in prospect. What is? What are some of the takeaways you'll take away from this one little piece here? Did it happen overnight? No. But what was the, the important factor? We started momentum, we built it small, but we stayed consistent. See what happens with a lot of people is that you get impatient. You don't see an immediate result. You don't sit there and say, man, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm annuitizing a you know, quarter million dollars of assets every month, and it's only going to take me 85 years to get to my goal, right? I mean, if, if you formulate things that way, you'll never do it. All change is a momentum play. All change is a momentum play. And you start small. But you stay committed to the entire process, no matter what. And then you'll get the outcome. So, you know, he's done a great job on that. So let me continue the Tony story. So the other element, we talk about, again, creating more of this wealth management piece. (sighs) Insurance was a dirty word. (laughs) You know, just say, what's that? I don't like it. I've never done it. Da-da-da. And, you know, and and I think the belief set back then was, I don't know about it, so therefore I can't do it. And I said, well… I don't need you to know about it. I need you to quarterback it. Let's go find at the time, you know, uh, what, who the firm has available as the expert, as the estate planning expert, as the tax. Let's go create this team where we're, we are the quarterback slash personal CFO for our clients, and we'll bring the experts in, and we'll put the projects together. And, you know, we just started that process. And so literally uh, he went from zero insurance product. I mean, zero, like zero. Like if it happened, it was a pure accident. Uh, this, I know, first quarter of 2015, because uh, uh, obviously he's a platinum partner, I, uh, I share in that. Uh, I, we did a quarter million dollars of insurance production, not premium, production. One quarter. 
for some of you, that's more than you'll do in your entire career. And it's a shame. Did we start off that way? No. We look for very tiny cases. We built up our process, our psychology, our beliefs, right? Our capabilities, our confidence, and then you go for it. But again, timelines, right? A lot of you want miracles overnight, and you're 20 years into this, and you're 20 years into this miracles overnight strategy. I might suggest to you a change of strategy would be appropriate at this time because you're seeking to hit a home run. And you might be lucky, you know, again, the dynamics of our industry, you don't know who's going to show up at your doorstep via referral, via walk-in, via, you know, whatever. But it's awfully stressful. And you know what? For every time you get that euphoric high of getting a big deal or whatever it is that you call, uh, you know, temporary success, for every moment like that, there are a hundred where you feel despondent, stressed, frustrated because you lack momentum. And there's no reason for that. You know, where Tony is today is, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's the same human being. He's a totally different professional. Flying out to network at conferences, uh, being a connector now within his firm and with the, the city he's located in really starting to be recognized as one of those it guys, bringing things together, bringing CPAs, attorneys, business owners, entrepreneurs together to do large, massive deals. Why? Because he has the time now to work on those relationships because it's no longer about, oh my gosh, I've got to do $2,000 a day in gross production or else. It's a total shift in psychology. That's the difference. Now, the question I have for you is, would you be willing to say to yourselves, I will do a three to five year deal with myself making small incremental changes, knowing that once I, and again, we're always going to be rolling, we're always going to be achieving, we're always going to be evolving, we're always going to be innovating. But I will give myself three to five years of change, starting with incremental change, incremental increase of standards, because once I accomplish that, I will have that for the rest of my career. And see, I think that's where a lot of advisors get stuck because they fail to appreciate or see the lifetime value of a change, of a strategy shift, of a mindset where it's good for the next 10, 20, 30 years of your career. And it can be massive. You know, he and I were sitting uh, on the phone one day just talking. I said, Tony, do you know that if you just continue to grow the way you're growing, that, you know, within, within another five years, you know, you're going to have, an, you're, maybe even sooner than that, depending if we start doing some acquisitions, you know, we're going to have a $5 million business, $5 million. Most of it annuitized. What's that worth to the family? What's that worth to him? You know how much cash flow that is? 
Oh, and let me, let me also say this so we're very clear. Uh, he's not working 18 hours a day, seven days a week. He's, I still like him to take some more time. So, Tony, you're listening to this. We still need to get you some more time off. But he still takes very good time, it's cabins, vacations with the family, kids, stuff like that. So, so very balanced, very driven guy. In fact, my challenge sometimes is, as, as, uh, as one of his mentors, as a strategist, is to kick him out of the office. Is to hey go out and, and enjoy and play. We got you know this is a marathon game here. You know we're gonna do this for another 20, 30 years. Let's make sure we enjoy things now. I share the story with you because I didn't. I, I wanted this uh, communication. Obviously, we do sometimes videos and we do powerpoints, and they were we're doing an audio just because I felt like doing an audio today. That. It's nice to give all of you some concepts, some strategies, and here's how to do things, and, and here's a PowerPoint on this, and those are all value creations, and I hope you get some, you know, I hope you find a distinction or two in there. But I think sometimes it's about sharing a story. Case study, if you will. Critically important. So what else is Tony? So if I, Tony, and maybe one day we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll again, all based on compliance, right? Maybe we'll interview him. And uh, we'll, we'll see what he has to say in his own words. But I can tell you what makes him tick. Number one, a killer business plan and a killer module one. Just, at, you know, inside of practice power, just absolutely crushes it in terms of clarity and what he wants to accomplish. Number two, I have a monthly game plan from the man every month. Every month without fail. Number three, He's got his morning ritual dialed in, dialed in every day, every day. Walks his dog, listens to things, does a little exercise, brings it. Like an athlete, consistent, right? Except maybe during hockey season, that's a different story. And just, you know, understands the differential now that, you know, he's gone from We'll use the word stockbroker, which I think is, you know, a, an obsolete word, quite frankly. Uh, we go from stockbroker to to wealth manager to master of the people business, and that's the business we're all in—the people business. When you're dealing with other human beings, you have to recognize that you have to master that skill set, that concept. Because that's what's going to make the difference between average and greatness is mastering the people side of things. So those are some of the things that he'll do. And here's the other thing, which I think is very critical. We take a long-term approach with opportunities. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we can have, again, if, you, if you've been inside of Practice Power, our monthly game plan, you know, we have the opportunities board there and things like that as, as part of your monthly game plan. And what we do is, you know, we'll have a name on there. It could be 5 or $10 million. That name could be on there for quarters, maybe in a year or two. But we're always checking in. We're always, you know, we're going to outlast it. See, we have the luxury now of patience. We'd love to get the deal today. But we'll, we're happy to get it a, a month from now, a quarter from now, a year from now, because our belief is we're eventually going to get it. That's powerful. When you can, like, exhale and say, I don't, there's nothing here this month I got to have to take care of my family. 
that's ultimate freedom. The freedom from worry. You know, we talk about freedoms all the time. And, you know, a lot of people get in this business because they don't want to have a real job, and that's cool, and I applaud you for that. But what, what is freedom? You know, the ability to kind of have economic abundance, right? We always talk about that. But there's also freedom from, freedom from worry, freedom from stress. Freedom from not have to have, you know, how many of you each month, when you look at your, here's what I got to do, right? How many of those are, man, if, I don't, if this doesn't happen, I got a problem. How many of you have that scenario? If you, you know, I mean, I understand that if you're like, you know, the first couple of years in the business as you're building your business. But if you're like 10, 20 years in the business and you're still having that same psychology, that same story, I would submit to you that... It's time to really make some changes, some shifts. Do what Tony did. Make a decision. Change. Commit to getting a little bit better every day. Learn the things that you know you need to become a real professional, not a stockbroker. All those things make a big difference. So, in closing, I know we've been, again, we don't want to go too long with these, of course. Here's what I say to you. If you're looking to make change, 5% of you have the capability, the psychology, the mindset to make massive change. There are certain people that are wired for massive change. The burn the boats at the beach kind of change. For the rest of us, momentum. Every day a little bit better. Every month a little bit tighter. Raising of standards incrementally. What would have happened if I said to Tony in month one, hey, you know what? Let's wrap it. Let's set a goal of wrapping a million dollars a month. His brain probably wouldn't have accepted it because he's never really done it. And after two or three months of not accomplishing that goal, what do you think, the, what do you think his odds were of him just kind of, you know, kind of just kind of quitting on it? Right? And just getting frustrated with the whole thing. You've got to set the game up to win. And everybody has their own set of rules around what that is. You need to know your rules and then go with that. Okay? So I appreciate your time to listen to me. Hopefully the story gives you all some ideas, some strategies, some encouragements on what to do. And until next time, this is Joe Lucas. Be your best. Take action. Drive some results and make sure you fail as much as possible. Thank you.